This podcast is sponsored by King Manual Therapy, restoring function to body and voice. And this week we are joined by our very own Industry Minds Councillor, Mary Birch. So Mary, pleasure to have you on the podcast this week. Thank you. We always start with a little word association game. I know you've had a busy day of counselling today, so thought we'll treat you to a game. How does it that sound? It sounds a bit like psychotherapy actually. <laughs> <laughs> but let's do it. It's the first thing that comes into your head, okay? Ready? Okay. Milky buttons. Sweets. Long haul flights. Oh, Australia. <laughs> Yoga. Relaxing. Social media. Intrusive. Mm. Tax return. Important. <laughs> A cheeky Nando's. Mm, delicious. Kindness. Lovely. Counselling. Important. Birkenstock sandals. Comfy but expensive. Mm. Do you have a pair? I don't. No. On that note, let's go on to the questions. Okay. Tell us a little bit about you, first of all. About me. I suppose my my career was um, with the civil service. I was a management trainer, amongst other things. Um, and then following that, um, I was actually involved as... Not, not counselling as such, but, but dealing with personal issues. And I decided to go back to university and do a post-grad in counselling. And that's what I did, Strathclyde University in Glasgow and qualified as a counsellor. Great. And what has your journey as a counsellor been like since? It's been very interesting. Um, initially, while I was training, I worked a lot with veterans. That really interested me. And my idea at the time was actually was to set up some kind of service for veterans because they, they wait a long time for counselling, obviously lots of issues there. And then, of course, Industry Minds um, came along with a similar idea but with creatives, with, with people in the industry and it just ticked a box for me and I thought that's exactly to bring counselling to people who maybe don't have the money and who are having to wait a long time for, mm -hmm. for someone to um, help them with whatever issues they're yeah. going through. So yeah, um, it was really quite fortuitous that I ended up with Industry Minds. Amazing. So a lot of people are quite shocked that you offer the free telephone counselling service and you do it for such a cheap rate. Why do you do this? I think it goes back to that working with veterans and the need that was there. Just um, it, it was heartbreaking to, to see the, the actual need and, and people who just weren't getting the help. So it was always something... I intend to do was, was form some kind of service that offered either free counselling or reasonable prices that people can afford 
And in fact, in my own practice, I do have a sliding scale that um, those who can afford to pay will pay, but it means that it's accessible to everyone. Mm. Yeah. So tell us in your own words what counselling is. Well, I'm a person-centred counselling. Obviously, there are different modalities, um, quite often referred to as talking therapy, um, although I'm quite integrative, so I will touch you know, into other modalities, CBT, whatever suits the client. But for, for the clients, it's they, they come along and whatever emotional issues are sitting with them, it's that opportunity to explore the issue, to talk about the issue in an environment that's safe and absolutely confidential. And my role is almost as the, the sat-nav, you know, in, in a vehicle where the, the client drives the process and I'm just there to offer a bit of guidance, maybe to ask a few questions to keep them on track and it's a bit like we're suggesting maybe we should turn left here and you know explore that issue rather than going right. But it, it's just that opportunity for people to to explore yeah, why they're feeling the, the way they're feeling, feeling that sadness, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, absolutely anything, any emotional issue that they want to bring. We can, we can work through. And a lot of people get confused that when they go to therapy they, um, they'll get immediate answers. Is this something that you've come across a lot? Ab- absolutely, and quite often people will go, yeah, tell me what I should do, what was my decision? And, you know, my choice, you know, my decision would be quite different from, from yours. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's one of the things I always remember that well, you're the expert in your, your own life and not me. So what I do is help you find the right choice, the right decision, um, and and that's it. So you guide the client? I, I help the client to explore, yeah, guide them, but not in a... Um, not directive. We always say that person-centred counselling is non-directive because the, the client... Firmly believe the client has the answers inside. They they know the answers there. They're perhaps hidden, and my job is just to help them find those answers. Mm-hmm. You mentioned there about different types of therapies. Why do you think being a person-centered counsellor is beneficial? They they all work. Strangely enough, they they all work. You know, CBT, psychodynamic, person-centered. Uh, if you look at the studies, they all have good results, they all have similar mm-hmm. results. For me, person-centred, perhaps it is that whole non-directive element um, that, that sits well with me. Um, I am a good listener, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, good at reading between the lines and picking up um, the little hints, strangely enough, that clients perhaps subconsciously drop mm. um, and so yeah person-centred works for me but I do dip into other modalities as I say because every client's different and sometimes the, the talking therapy isn't enough for them 
they like to have a bit of homework, they like to be doing something, they like to be exploring perhaps in a psychodynamic way. And yeah, so I'll work with whatever the, the need of the client is. Great. What advice would you offer to someone that's maybe had a negative experience in therapy before and is maybe hesitant to reach out to yourself or another therapist? Yeah, that, that, that saddens me actually, that the, the, the experiences that people, the, the negative experiences, and I can sympathise with it because I do remember um, many years ago going to therapy and I had that negative experience where the therapist just talked about himself the whole time. And it was actually one of the catalysts in, in me saying, do you know, I could do this better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's, I decided then that, you know, yeah, this is of interest to me. But it's important, I always say to clients when they come along, it's that relationship between the client and the counsellor, the trust that's built up between them, that's what makes it work. And I do say to them, you know, if I'm not a good fit, then I would not be upset, I would not be hurt mm. that they would go and perhaps find someone else. But it's, it should be a positive experience and there are very good counsellors out there and it's just finding the right one that you yeah. can work with. Yeah, but the other part of your question is things are not going to improve if you just sit with those feelings, you know, the, the negative emotional feelings that you're sitting with. So it's worth you know, making that phone call, contacting Industry Minds um, and just reaching out. What have yeah. you got to lose? Yeah. So let's just talk about the phone counselling, because mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, reach out to us, ask them what it is, what the procedure is, um, how to book in, because it's slightly different to the one-to-one mm-hmm. counselling sessions where the same client will have the same slot kind yes. of every week. Just to chat to us a little bit about the phone counselling service. Okay, so telephone counselling service is booked directly w- with me, and whatever spare time I have during the week... Or the weekend, happy to offer a weekend or an evening. Um, just send me a message, an email, a message, and we agree a, a day and a time that, that suits. And I phone the client, I will phone them back, and we'll chat for 50 minutes, um, or up to up to 50 minutes. And I think too with the, tele- the, the telephone counselling is good because obviously in, in the industry, time you know um, schedules change from from week to week Mm. so that slot you know saying 2 p.m every thursday doesn't really work for people so that's what's good about the telephone counseling you can change your day or your your evening and i will certainly try and and fit in with with whatever the the, the client i guess good for clients that maybe um came to you for one-to-one and then went off on tour or on a cruise ship uh-huh. And you do and Skype as well, don't I you? Do, I do Skype as well. And yes, that, that happens, you know. Um, sort of, I do have some clients at the moment who are touring. And yeah, we just, wherever they are in the world, we'll, mm. we'll take that 50 minutes each week to, to have a chat. Great. And how, how many hours roughly a week do you give to the free phone counselling <laughs> service? 
probably more than I expected and in a way that, that that's good because it shows there is a, a need out there um, and I do I do have the time um, I knew this this was always my plan was to give what spare time I have to, to some initiative and, and the industry minds initiative project is just it's it's amazing and I'm just happy to give what time I can to it. So since your time um, joining Industry Minds as a counsellor, have you noticed any similarities um, in creatives? Yes, I think the the answer is yes. Um, I may be cautious with that answer because quite often with any client, there there are common issues there. Maybe with, with creatives, for instance self-esteem, self-worth, low confidence. Um, If you think of the industry, it's perhaps triggered a bit more often because of the the nature Mm -hmm. of of the work that they're doing. But yes, um, quite often we we do get down to low low Mm self-esteem. What would you advise for... Um, someone maybe listening to this that's struggling with low self-esteem or self-worth and um, what what were the first few steps that you would offer to push past that boundary it's great if people are recognizing that that's what the, what the issue is and we have low self-esteem or low self-worth for a reason and we don't just waken up one day and go oh I don't think much of myself that there is a reason and what we do in therapy is explore how did they get to that place? What are the triggers, you know, that one day they're very happy and, you know, clients will come and they go, well, what happened? I just, you know, broke down and I was in tears and I will help them, you know, explore what's the trigger, what's causing that. And that way it's then in their awareness Mm-hmm. Um, and they can find a way to, to deal with that. So in your own opinion, why do you think therapy is so beneficial? It works. Yeah, Studies have shown that it, that it works. Um, the clients I've worked with as, as well, and I know you've had great feedback from, yeah, from Industry have. Minds. Um, in fact, just really this week, the last two weeks, with um, clients from Industry Minds um, with three endings oh. yeah. um, and there's always mixed emotions um, for me anyway mm-hmm. with an ending because you have built that relationship with someone and to see them go can be sad but there's also that joy that yeah. delight because they've come so far and they've worked so hard to reach a stage where they go, they have the tools, they have the techniques, they have that awareness. Yeah. Um, yeah. It can be quite hard work as well in therapy. I think you joined us in February, so that's been how many months? Yes, it, of... it was. So we were kind of, kind of five, five, five months. Yeah. Um, so five months of hard work. It is five months of, of hard work. It's hard work for, for the client. Um, and, and I won't fib, it's, it, can, it can be difficult, it's not easy, because you're, you're looking into yourself, 
you're learning perhaps things about yourself that weren't in your awareness and yes it, it can be hard but people come because they want to change mm. they want something to be different and if you want if you want to change if you wanted you know to train a, a muscle or, or whatever you know um, like you get ready for a 10k mm. yeah you've, you've got to that's a slow process yes and you've just got to build up and, and put the hard work in. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's why I'm here, is to make sure that, um, as well, that it's not too hard, you mm-hmm. know, that um, to, to keep things um, quite, quite even, that people yeah. can cope yeah. with, with where they're going, for sure. Would you encourage other counsellors to get on this kind of bandwagon of offering free time for a phone counselling service, maybe doing reduced rates for people who can't afford 65 quid an hour. What's your thoughts on, on that? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be amazing if other people came on, on board? Um, and I tell you, it's, the work is wonderful. Um, I've got to say, counsellors will go to supervision, yes, because obviously we're, we're taking on board, we're, we're listening to... Um, some things are quite hard to hear, and um, so we don't sit with that. We would then go and perhaps talk about anything. Just like you have your own counsellor. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so have our, have our own counsellor. Um, and when I go to my supervisor, um, he's just, you know, he'll listen. And obviously it's confidential, so don't mm. use names or, or, or anything like that. It's just a case he's in perhaps issues well um they'll see you know are there other ways I might be able to help this this client um but he he always actually says that's wonderful work Mary mm. not not me that I'm doing wonderful work yeah but the the, the actual you know the concept the yeah. Con- yeah, indeed the and he goes it's amazing it is it is amazing work and I think other counsellors would find this you know the work just wonderful it's rewarding mm-hmm. absolutely rewarding it's interesting if that doesn't sound um you know a bit strange but it is interesting work mm-hmm. and also I, I remember when i was was training that we had to go on a placement so obviously you've got to practice yeah. yes uh, um, before you're qualified and this would be a great opportunity for any counsellors who are undergoing training and looking for a placement. Um, and, and there is that just, you know, universities, colleges yeah. who, you know, who do counselling courses, um, it would be wonderful mm-hmm. um, for, for them to offer their services free of charge, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today I am in the King Manual Therapy Clinic in Covent Garden with the wonderful Stephen King himself and he has been conducting some new research which he's going to tell us about and it's absolutely fascinating. Stephen, take it away. Okay, thanks Cathy. So I had a question which is, is Singer's acid reflux really what we think it is? And I think the answer is no because over a five-week trial period, 100% of the subjects have been cured of their symptoms of acid reflux. I mean, you can see the graph here they can't it's a good graph am i right i can see the graph and it's a great (laughs) graph so we put together a successful treatment protocol to alleviate the 
symptoms of Singer's acid reflux. And for now, it's working in 100% of cases. Whoop, whoop. And where can people find out more about the research that you have conducted? So I'm in the process of presenting it and publishing it next year at the World Voice Teachers Expo and hopefully at the BVA. And this work is going to be written up into a paper and published by me. So look out on social media, that kind of thing. But I'll be posting screenshots and stuff all the time. So make sure you check it out 2020. It'll be properly published. And it's very, very interesting. So thanks, Stephen. Thanks for having me in the clinic again. Thanks, Cathy. If you'd like to book in with Stephen or one of the team at King Manual Therapy, go to kingmanualtherapy.com where you can find all the options. So you had a knowledge of the creative arts before you became a counsellor. Do you think that this has helped in your practice with counselling creatives? Do you think that if a therapist is seeing someone in the creative arts, they should have a little bit of background training? Or do you think that it's completely irrelevant? I think it helps, right? It's not crucial, but it, it does help because, because of the industry, because of the difficulties that creatives face on, you know, on a day-to-day or a, or a weekly um, basis. It does help, but if I think, well, I work with addictions, mm-hmm. yes, um, I work with abuse, I worked with veterans in the past, you know. So I've not been a soldier, um, but do, do you need to have that knowledge of the industry? I'm not sure that you do. Um, it it helps because you have that insight at the at the start, but therapists, I mean, therapists deal with so many different issues. I I deal with addictions. I deal with trauma, I deal with childhood abuse, um, domestic abuse, and I worked with veterans, so um, there was PTSD, and I've not experienced a lot of those issues myself, but it doesn't stop me being able to help those individuals. I think one, one one of the issues is that people think counselling is a quick fix mm-hmm. um, and it's not a quick fix having said that I have clients who will perhaps come for six sessions and that's enough yeah. it's enough for them to work through whatever issue I then have clients who have more complex issues um, I think in my own practice I have a client who at the moment I've been seeing regularly for two years mm-hmm. um, and we, we're still working on a lot of a lot of issues. So everyone's different, you know, and what they bring to counselling is, is different. And quite often once they start to explore, so someone will come and they will maybe say, um, I have an issue with low self-esteem. And as we start to work together, we start to uncover perhaps other issues that that, that are there that have maybe been hidden or as I say, maybe just not in the client's Mm -hmm. awareness, but are being triggered all of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do you think counselling is so expensive when it's such an important (sighs) healthcare almost? Yes. um, I suppose that 
they're, they're professionals. You know, therapists are professionals, so they charge an appropriate rate mm. for, you know, that they've trained for two years, three years. Um, the training is expensive. And I suppose, like any other professional, they, they, they charge a fee you know, to reflect that professionalism. But, I don't know, it saddens me, I think there are so many now who are dealing with emotional difficulties, NHS can't cope with it, we need to do, that. we need to do something different, we, we need to find a way of opening up therapy to, to those who need it, to those that who are excluded and I think that's the bit that gets me that, that people are being excluded and that goes back to the veterans where th there was a huge waiting list or for the specific problems with the veterans and that, that was the word I go they are being excluded and it really yeah it, mm. it bothers me and I don't know the answer to it Scarlett um, for, for sure but maybe we all need to, when I say therapist society, maybe we need to start giving a little more back. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and you've never had a wait list, really, have you, at your time of industry minds? Well, fingers crossed, touch wood, <laughs> that it's it's absolutely fine. We've, we've managed to cope with the numbers. And I would encourage anyone who's thinking about it, who's sitting there at the moment feeling just a little sad, feeling that something's just not right with them. Um, they find they're getting irritable with people, they're not sleeping well. Um, something's happened to, to upset them. Um, and I would encourage them just to send that email, make that phone call, um, and I would, I would welcome that, that call just to speak to them and they can then decide what do they want to do mm -hmm. going forward. Yeah. And do you feel like you get the same benefits from the phone counselling service as you would a one-to-one -one session? My preference, I must admit, going back, my preference has always been the face-to-face -face counselling. And when the telephone counselling was, was suggested, I was a bit apprehensive. But it works, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and and there are I mean there are agencies out there who offer um, telephone counselling counselling on the computer yeah. just yeah absolutely by email and it, it works mm. um, I like to see the body language I like to see the facial expressions because well you know you're you're an actress you 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 know yeah. you can you you can read individuals. Um, don't always get that you're not seeing the person on the telephone but the voice tells us mm -hmm. quite a lot and the words and yeah. that that's the thing the, the the words the phrases that that people use um quite often are telling a, a story and that's where i pick up maybe mm -hmm. certain words reflect it back and and our journey starts yeah. i i i think it is unknown. People who have either had counselling before and had a bad experience, obviously there is that fear 
or going oh, are we just going to go through all this again um and it's worth trying yeah um and then the people who have never had counseling before and it's the unknown mm. isn't it and they're they're putting themselves in such a vulnerable place you know i'm a stranger to them and they they walk through the door and and sit down and they're telling me things about themselves that you know they've been sitting with and i imagine well i know that it's a hard thing to do but it's worth it you know um i've said before the service is confidential and and we'll look at the numbers who have come through the number of people engaging with mm. industry minds something's working it's you you're working <laughs> people love you <laughs> that's nice so if i was to walk through the door today as a brand new client could you just tell go through the setup visually so our listeners can can i get a feel for what a session with you might be like Okay, um, obviously it's immediately reading their, their body language to see if they're quite, you know, um, tight, if they're, if they're frightened, mm -hmm. really, of the experience. Um, and really we're right in there, Scarlett. It's, you know, it's open, an open question. What brings you today? Um, certainly offer them... A cup of tea or a coffee, a glass mm -hmm. of water. Let them let them settle. It, it's lovely to use the, the flat because it's it's very homely. It's not clinical. It's not a, a you know a formal place with two mm. chairs or whatever. And I love it. I love working here because people you know they sit on the sofa. Um, we're quite close, but a nice distance, but not too far away. Um. And I can see them settle. Yeah. Really? Yes, absolutely. Um, so th I think that, that's, that's, that's great. And then we really are straight into it. Um, because just that first question, it can be something like, well, what brings you here today? Mm -hmm. Do you know? Or what, what is it you want to talk about today? Um, and then it goes from there. And I find that the strange thing is, um, with sessions are fifty minutes. I think um, industry minds allocates an hour mm -hmm. for for the face to face, and it always amazes me where people go. How on earth am I going to talk for an hour? Yeah. Yes, and then you know that that five minute warning. Go. We've got five minutes left, and people go. What? <laughs> what? Where? Where did that? I didn't where think did I could speak. Go? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um. And it's wonderful yeah, that that you know that, that they, they find they, they find their voice yeah. and that they're able to talk about whatever's on their mind. That's great. I think one of the other things um I do find with, with clients is the the fear of saying something that will shock me or I will judge them, yes, mm -hmm. in in a negative way. And to reassure, but absolutely not. Um, I've probably heard most things. Yeah, I've lived a life as well, mm -hmm. so 
maybe experienced a, a lot of things as well. So there's absolutely nothing that someone could say that, that would shock me. Um, and definitely never, never any judgment. And that's one of the things about counselling is you can expect non-judgmental um, approach from, yeah, from a counsellor. Yeah. yeah. And you, um, before we finish as well, you offer everyone in the arts counselling. It's not just actors or dancers. You know, you do behind the scene as well. Oh, directors. absolutely. Yeah, directors, artistic directors, um, choreographers, um, those that work behind the scenes mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely anyone. Folk who are still at university yeah. or college, drama school, who are studying. Um, yeah, absolutely anyone mm-hmm. who's associated with the arts um, welcome to get in touch. Great, brilliant. If you do have any other questions you would like to ask Mary directly, you can email her and we'll put the email at the, in the description box um, below this podcast. Mary, thank you so much for coming to chat to us today. So we always finish with the finish the sentence game. Okay. Another game. Are you ready? Um, I think so. <laughs> okay. I woke up today and thought... What's for breakfast? Oh, what did you have? I had some fruit with yoghurt and a cup of tea. Lovely. <laughs> Start your day right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favourite snack is oh it's got to be crisps oh any particular flavour brand um oh kettle chips oh yeah they're good they're mm. good a fun fact about me is a fun fact about me oh that that's quite a hard one do I have a fun fact I'm a dog trainer I train oh. dogs all types of dogs oh or? absolutely all, tra- all types of dogs and puppies I'm a oh. puppy trainer Happiness to me is? Happiness is actually, for, for me, doing good. Oh, you do do good. Thank you. Big industry mind. Thank you. <laughs> if I could be any animal, I would be? I would be a dog. What type of dog? Oh, and I think I would be a Labrador. Oh, a golden one. Yeah, Golden Mouth. What would your dog name be? Oh, um, my, what my name? Oh, I don't know. I've, not, I've got as far as thinking I'll be a dog, but <laughs> maybe not chosen a name yet. Um, maybe Elsa. Oh, lovely. Mm. <laughs> like Elsa from Frozen? Yes. Very good. My favourite bevy is? Oh, a glass of red wine. <laughs> Last one to finish off. Today I am grateful for... Today I'm grateful for, I think, the people in my life who make it a little easier. Oh, that's lovely, Mary. Thank you so much for coming on to chat. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Industry Minds. If you're interested in our counselling services, please email mary at industryminds.co.uk. For all other inquiries, please email info at industryminds.co.uk. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media at Industry Minds UK. You can find out about all our future guests and our future events on there. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.